Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Reigniting the economy. It may well be that the Fed has to do more. It may be that Congress has to do more. Rediscovering the beach. The boardwalk's been very crowded. The beach, you can spread out a little more. Regenerating bad blood. He was an incompetent president. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. There's a mix of hope and fear as more and more businesses reopen during the coronavirus pandemic. And one of the nation's leading voices on the economy, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, has a forecast that's optimistic yet sobering. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. In the 60 Minutes interview, Jerome Powell offered hope but also urged patience. Powell said he is generally optimistic about the U.S. economy. In the long run, the U.S. economy will recover. But how long will it take? There, Powell warned it will not be quick. For the economy to fully recover... People will have to be fully confident, and that that may have to await the arrival of a vaccine. Powell said full recovery could take until the end of next year. He said the Fed and the Congress have the ability to get the country through all this. There's a lot more we can do. We're not out of ammunition. Powell said he does not think the U.S. is headed for a second depression. Detroit's big three automakers are reopening plants today that have been closed for two months by the pandemic. Trying to restart an industry is uncharted territory, especially one that gets parts from thousands of suppliers who have also been shut down. LMC Automotive Analyst Jeff Schuster says there will be hiccups. It's been a historic event already. It's going to be quite a feat to get this up and running. Plants have been retooled with screening of workers, more separation, and lots of personal protective gear. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. Cars were rolling at South Carolina's Darlington Raceway on Fox. For NASCAR's first race in 10 weeks, no fans in the stands as Kevin Harvick won yesterday's event. There are some rules and limitations, but beaches in New Jersey have opened up. After like 60-something days indoors, it's nice to soak up the sun back on the beach. Retail stores are coming back to life today in Minnesota. Texas reported its highest one-day total of coronavirus cases over the weekend. The Florida Keys will reopen to tourists June 1st. Overseas, China's foreign ministry says it's premature to launch an investigation into the origins of the coronavirus. The U.S. is among the countries calling for an independent investigation of China and the World Health Organization's handling of the outbreak. CBS's Chris Livesey in Rome has the latest on Europe's reopening. Churches in Italy can reopen to the general public, and so can St. Peter's, where Pope Francis celebrated Mass. Priests must wear masks and gloves to give communion. Not only churches, but also hairdressers, museums, and shops can reopen. 
In nearby Germany, the Bundesliga this weekend became Europe's first top-tier soccer league to retake the field, albeit without fans in the seats. Greece reopened the famed Acropolis to the public, while Spain had its lowest daily death toll since mid-March. In virtual graduation speeches over the weekend, former President Obama criticized the government's coronavirus response. This pandemic has fully, finally torn back the curtain on the idea that so many of the folks in charge know what they're doing. President Trump, who's tweeted the word Obamagate over and over for days, fired back. He was an incompetent president. That's all I can say. Grossly incompetent. Many Democrats in Congress say they're concerned by the firing of the State Department's Inspector General, Steve Linick. CBS News White House correspondent Paula Reed says it's the fifth government inspector general to be ousted over the last two months. CBS News has learned the watchdog was looking into whether Secretary Pompeo misused a political appointee at the State Department to perform personal tasks for himself and his wife. A White House official tells CBS News Secretary Pompeo recommended the move and President Trump agreed. The firing prompted Utah Republican Senator Mitt Romney to say the move is a threat to accountable democracy. Tropical storm Arthur is looming off the coast of North Carolina. Rough seas and minor flooding are forecast. It's expected to move out to sea tonight. The pandemic has exposed disparities between the nation's wealthy and poor communities. CBS's Maria Villarreal tells us how one Texas school is bridging the gap. Cindy Reyes teaches second grade at the Como Leadership Academy in Fort Worth, Texas. What's the hardest part about this? Internet connection, availability. 91% of the school's population is African American or Latino, and 94% of these students are economically disadvantaged. Everybody's priority right now is making sure to keep a roof over their head, feeding their children, and still trying to navigate the world of teaching animal learning. Principal Valencia Rines also pushed to get 150 Chromebooks and 11 internet hotspots to families in need. It brings me great concern and making sure that everybody's okay. We're going to read a book. We have teachers videotaping themselves and posting that to just be able to see my staff and all of us step up. It's been what keeps me going. Everybody say bye. Mireya Villarreal, CBS News, Fort Worth, Texas. A pair of sneakers worn by NBA legend Michael Jordan during the 1985 season and signed by him sold for $560,000 at auction. The first Air Jordans from Nike. Today, we begin a 10-part adventure digging into radio's roots. CBS's Sam Litzinger takes us back 100 years. Celebrating a century of sound. Radio had been around for several years before 1920, but it was mostly used and listened to by tinkerers and tech types. Suddenly, things changed. For one thing, a department store in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, began selling ready-made radios, changing them from a science project to a consumer good. And then on August 20th, 1920, a radio operation owned by the Detroit News newspaper that would eventually become News Radio 950 WWJ broadcast the first in a series of concert performances. The radio phone, as the newspaper called it, was becoming relevant. Radio's Big Bang happened November 2nd, 1920, when KDKA in Pittsburgh broadcast the results of the Harding-Cox presidential election, an event recreated later. We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us, as we are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. A new popular medium, radio, was being created right before Americans' ears. For CBS News and the National Press Club, I'm Sam Litzinger. During the pandemic, calls to the government's mental health hotline are up nearly 900%. The use of antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication is up, too. CBS's Mara Rubin spoke with an expert. 
Some of us are dealing with the wave of emotions better than others. Grief and gratitude can coexist. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. CBS News mental health contributor Dr. Sue Varma says you might need to talk to a professional if your sleep and daily life become affected. Do your daily tasks feel insurmountable? And are the things that were once fun to you no longer pleasurable? Dr. Varma also suggests trying the four M's of mental health, movement, get out for a walk, meaningful engagement, connecting with people, mastery, do something creative, and mindfulness, deep breathing. Mary Rubin, CBS News. And that's the World News Roundup for Monday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Spoiler alert, it's neither. At Happy Egg, we believe happiness of the hens is what actually came first. Because without happy hens, there would be no such thing as happy eggs. You know, eggs with delicious orange yolks. Those come from hens who are raised the happy way on eight-plus acres of family-owned farms. Choose happy at happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy Egg. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus, starting May 1st.